Shout to him this morning. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. What an awesome God. What an awesome God. What an awesome God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord in the house today. And without a doubt, God has something very special in store for you this morning. Amen. Amen. Without further ado, I want to bring our evangelist to this pulpit today and let him open his word, his heart, and the word of God. I believe God has something special in store for you today. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and tell him I'm excited about what God's going to do in your life today. Come on, turn to somebody else and tell them I'm excited about what God's going to do in your life today. Amen. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you put your hands together and welcome evangelist Josh Heron as he comes to minister the word. Praise the Lord, everybody. Looking forward to what the Lord is going to do this morning and then tonight. God has been doing great things all week, and we drove up and staying in Muncie where my wife's family is during this week and driving back and forth, and drove to Chicago and preached last night in Chicago, and God did incredible things there last night, and, and he's going to do incredible things today and tonight, and I believe that tonight there will be a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and so we need to believe uh, you should invite anybody you possibly can tonight uh, that needs the Holy Ghost or refreshing in the Holy Ghost because I believe tonight it's on the calendar for something to happen. And if they're here, it'll happen. This morning, I sense an urgency in my spirit. I don't know who I'm preaching to, probably not very many people, um, but I am going to preach to somebody. Acts chapter 8, we're going to read verse 26 through 36. I give honor to your pastor and love him dearly and all my heart always have always will and I just it's just refreshing to go somewhere when you're evangelizing and see a church that's always hungry for the things of God amen and that's credit to your pastor and keeping everybody connected and I think the hardest thing for a pastor preaching all these years is is to Get unity and keep unity in the people. And there's always something or someone trying to stir something up. I'm tired, but not that tired. And that's the greatest thing the devil wants to do is divide. And just, and uh, But when there's unity, anything can happen in the presence of God. Amen. Acts 8, 26 through 36. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou 
what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearers, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? The eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came into a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And I want to preach to you from the subject this morning. There is nothing in your way. There is nothing in your way. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, There is nothing in your way. Say it with authority. There is nothing in your way. Turn to your other neighbor and tell them no more excuses. Are you ready? Lord Jesus, I bind every demonic power that would hinder anybody from getting their answer today and their deliverance. I thank you in advance for someone being baptized in your name, someone receiving the Holy Ghost, someone being delivered. I thank you for your power and for your demonstration and for your authority. I give you glory and I give you praise. Anoint my mind and cause my mind to be alert and loose my tongue to speak in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Would you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. If there ever was a man that had an excuse not to serve God because he was too busy, it was this person that we just read about. Not only does he not live for the Lord and not grow up being known or being raised, being taught about the Lord, but he has no idea who the Lord even is, and he serves a pagan queen who does not worship God. He has a great job. He has a wonderful job. He's over the treasury of the whole nation of Ethiopia. He is over the money. He's doing well. He has great, great privileges. He has great expenses. He's, oh, he knows every detail of the government's expenses and things going on in and out of the nation. He knows about the income and the outgoing things. He's very, very busy, and yet somehow, even though he has this kind of life where it's not connected to God at all, He's blessed, he's rich, he's serving the queen, he doesn't serve the Lord, he's got everything going for him, yet somehow this man was hungry for something more than what he had. Can I tell you right off the bat that no matter what you try in the world out there, you will still be hungry for something only God can give you. There's absolutely nothing out there that can do for you what the Lord Jesus Christ can do for you. There is no drug there is no alcohol there is nothing in this world there's no one in this world that can do for you what jesus can do for you 
And somehow, some way, the Lord sent a preacher to him. And as he was reading the Bible, not understanding what he was reading, the preacher shows up and begins to tell him what he's reading. And he explains it to him. And he begins to preach to him Jesus. And the Bible said when he preached to him Jesus that they came up to a certain water. And the man said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? It doesn't say he preached to him baptized. It said he preached to him Jesus. But when you preach Jesus, you will get to baptism. It's impossible to talk about Jesus very long at all and not let it be loosed that you can only be saved if you're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you a bunch of verses, guys, in the back. I hope you can go with me. I'm sorry. John chapter 3, verse number 5. John 3, verse 5. This is the first verse I want you to see about baptism. Everybody in this room needs to be baptized. I don't care how great you are, how talented you are, how good-looking you are. It does not matter. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That word born means to come out of. That's how originally it said you must become out of the water. Baptism is essential. Jesus said he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. You have to be baptized to be saved. I may be preaching to one person in this place, but this is your one chance, and this is my one chance to tell you that you must be born of the water, and you must be born of the Spirit. You're not here accidentally this morning. God changed everything on me during church because someone is in this room, and they need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, period. Baptism comes from the Greek word baptismo, to be immersed or submerged underwater. If you go to this church, you know what I'm doing already. But this is not being baptized. That is not, if I did that to my, whoa, that is not being baptized. That was way more than I thought was going to land on my face. Whoa. Talk about, could you get me a bottle next time? Just took a bath. <laughs> I bet you won't sleep. There's still over a half. Don't laugh too hard. I might spill some on you. One time I was preaching. I shouldn't tell this story. I'm not going to tell that story. No. Uh -uh. Don't know who's videoing me, hating me right now. I know you're not hating me, but. Well, anyway, sprinkled or heavily sprinkled is not being baptized. That is not baptism, what just happened. It was close, but that's not baptism. I mean, you can't get much closer. I'm almost completely soaked, but that is not baptism. Baptism, I would have to go all the way under the water and come back out. That would be being immersed under the water or submerged under the water that what i just did was not being baptized that was being sprinkled if you were sprinkled for your salvation you were not baptized put it for me matthew chapter 28 verse 
number 19. Matthew 28, verse number 19. You have to be baptized if you're going to go to heaven. Sprinkled is not being baptized. It is just simply having drops of water placed on you. And no one in your Bible was ever sprinkled for their salvation. It's not in the word of God. Can I tell you that right now? That's not in the word of God. Don't the devil lie to you and say, I was sprinkled so I'm saved. It's not in the Bible. And heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever. Jesus said, go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And if you did that and you say, well, that's how I was baptized, then I'm saved. Well, let's read it together. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the... So if I'm reading that right, the Father has a name. And of the Son... So the Son has a name. And of the Holy Ghost, so the Holy Ghost has a name. So he's emphasizing that there is a name, or there's names apparently, but there's some kind of name that needs to be said over you when you are baptized. Is that correct? Well, Father, Son, Holy Ghost is good enough. Those are not names. Those are titles. The Holy Ghost is a spirit. Son and father are titles. I am a father. I have two boys, Jude and Jet. I am a son of Ron and Cindy Herring, and I have a human spirit. But my name is not father, son, or spirit. My name is Joshua because that is the name that was given to me. Amen. Well, if it doesn't matter... How come the devil is the father of lies, the son of perdition, and an evil spirit? So he's got titles too. But the name of the father, let's, let's find out what the name of the father is to start off. John chapter 5, verse 43. And then we'll go John 10, 30. We'll start with those two. John 5, 43, and then John 10, 30. And then we'll go John 14, 6 through 9, in case there's any doubters. Jesus said, I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. Is that what it says? If, any, if another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. He said, I'm telling you that I'm the Father. If someone else came saying they were themselves, you would receive them. But because I'm telling you I'm the Father, you don't receive me. John chapter 10. Verse number 30, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. John chapter 14, verse number 6 through verse number 9, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Verse number 7, if ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, or from right now, from now on, ye know him and have seen him. Now, that they weren't satisfied with his answers. So verse 8 said, Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. It will satisfy us if you show us who the Father is. And verse number 9, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. The name of the Father is Jesus 
period. You cannot, someone's bored with that, but you remember when you got baptized in that name, that's above every other name. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. So the name of the Father is Jesus. Put it Mark chapter 1, verse 1, I believe it is. Mark 1, verse, I think it's Mark 1, 1. Yeah. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, 20 times between Matthew and John, you'll find Jesus being called the Son of God. Most people believe that. They know Jesus as the Son. They did not know him as the Father, which I just explained in the Word of God. Not with opinion, but the Word of God. I use verses in the Word of God, not my opinion, to prove to you that Jesus Christ is the Father. And you know that Jesus Christ is the Son. I just showed you a verse 20 different times. You'll find that in four books of the Bible. But did you know that Jesus Christ is the Holy Ghost also? Because in John chapter 14, verse 26, I believe it is, you, it will prove to you that that the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus also. Because in John 14, 26, the Bible says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Therefore, when Jesus told them, Be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, the reason why the rest of your Bible, everybody was baptized in the name of Jesus is because Jesus is the Father, and Jesus is the Son, and Jesus is the Holy Ghost. Period. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 9, and then we'll go Ephesians 4, 5, and 6. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 9, and then Ephesians 4, 5 and 6. Colossians 2 said this, but for in him talking about Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What's the Godhead? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And what is that saying? Inside of the body of Jesus dwelt the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Why? Because there's only one. His name is Jesus. That's the word of God. I'm giving you a little Bible study this morning. Ephesians chapter 4. You didn't think I could teach. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 5 and verse number 6. In case you think it's no big deal how you get baptized, the Bible says there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, Father, through all, Son, went through the earth, and in you all, Holy Ghost. There's only one way you're going to get to heaven, sweetheart. You've got to get baptized. Baptized in the name of the one who died for your sin. Somebody shout yes. It does not matter what you accumulate in life. It does not matter how much money's in your account. It does not matter how many cars you have, how much debt you've paid off, how nice your house is. If you die and you go to hell, it will all be for nothing. Your life will have been a waste it, because this life is temporary, but heaven and hell are eternal. And whether you believe me or not doesn't matter. You're going to one of the two someday. You hear this preacher, you're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. It's 
going to happen to you. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to him. Everybody in this room, you're going to have one of two destinations as your permanent home for eternity. And I don't want anybody in this room to let the devil take them by the hand and lead them to a lake of fire to be there forever. But rather, let everyone that's in this place hear the word of God that you must be born of the water and you must be born of the spirit. doesn't matter how great your wedding day was. It's not as powerful as you getting your sins washed away. It doesn't matter how awesome the birth of your children were. It is not as powerful as you getting your sins washed away. When you go down in the name of Jesus, every single thing you've said, every sin you've committed, it doesn't matter how long you did it, who you did it with, how bad it was. When you go down in the name of Jesus, every sin, hear it, devil, every sin is washed away forever. Everything you thought, everything you said, everything you did. I know you don't care about that, but the devil hates it when you bring up the fact that everything you did wrong before you got baptized has been erased by the power of the name of Jesus forever ever and ever Acts chapter 2 verse number 38 then I'll leave you guys alone back there and they've done an incredible job did an incredible job putting the verses back I wish you could go on the road with me some places I'm like six hours later okay then Peter said to them repent and be baptized every one of you that's pretty strong. It's in the Bible. Every one of you, not most of you, not if you get around to it, not if you agree with it, not if you think, well, this is probably something I should do. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, that's the erasing of the sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you can repent, and that's turning away from sin, and that's good. And we're going to do that in a moment. We're all going to repent of our sins. And that's wonderful. But baptism erases it. Well, what would you do if every sin you had ever committed was up on that screen? Besides run out the back door. I'd run. Some of the holy people are still acting dignified. I wish your sins were on that screen. Sister statue. Long dress and a long tongue. Anyway, I'll get off it. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> but if your sins were on that screen and you repented of them, you'd be forgiven. But they're still on your record. That's, that's what it, repentance is for being forgiven, but they're still there. Baptism wipes them off like it never happened. And the devil might remind you of what you've done, but in God's book, it never happened. In fact, he said, I cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. We know about four oceans. There's one more we don't ever talk about. It's the sea of forgetfulness. It's an ocean made by God where everyone that gets baptized, he takes their sins and he casts them in there. And they're as far from you as the east is from the west. It is impossible 
Well, preacher, why are you so strong on this? Well, I, and some of these home folks, they know about this. So I'm, I'm not preaching to them right now, so they can just sit there and look at me. But when you've had people die that were mocking you in a service about being baptized, and three hours later they're being zipped up and put in a bag and taken to the morgue, and you told them you need to be baptized, and they said, leave me alone. And then three hours later, they're being sent to, to the graveyard, to the, to the hospital, to, to have their stuff written about them. You don't play games when God tells you to preach this. And every time God tells you to preach baptism, it's always in the middle of a service. And it's always when I plan to preach something else. And it's always because someone's coming that needs, this is their chance. This is their opportunity. They will never have their heart more open to the word of God than right now. So God goes after them. Now the decision whether to follow God or to walk away from God is all on you, baby. But if you want to be saved, which if I hope everybody in this room wants to be saved, Otherwise, why are we even here? Well, my friends don't. Are you telling me you're going to go to hell because your friends don't want to do what the Bible says? I I have not given you opinion at all. I have stayed in the word of God all morning long to let you know this is what Jesus said you've got to do. You must be baptized. You must have this covering. If you're going to be saved, this is what you've got to do, and this is how you've got to do it. When you've had people mock you and laugh at you and die, when you've had people say, yes, I'll do it, and run to the water and be baptized, and then they die the next week, you don't play games when God tells you someone's in the room. I don't know who you are, but I know you're in here because I know when I feel that get on me. When people looked at me, I had one time I've told you this story, but I had a lady one time look at me and she walked up to a service I was preaching at and I was an outdoor street service and she was a Satan worshiper. And when she came to the service, her hair was red and, and up in horns. And she walked into, it was a lovely lady. <laughs> I don't think you'd want your son to date her because I was pretty sure when I saw her like a quarter mile away that she was either the devil or she worshipped the devil. These horns stuck out of her head, and I said, oh, well, here she comes. And, of course, all the powerful church people, like, vanished in the street service and went and ate hot dogs while I was up there on the stage. And there's one person looking up at me, and she's got horns. Oh, you got to want it to be a real preacher. Because people will, uh, I mean, I'm talking like, I got your back, people. We're like, oh, I need to go eat. We're with you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hell's going to be hot, sucker. <laughs> and she's up there like growling, looking at me. And I'm like, I get done yelling, and she, she's like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Hands or fists, God, what, what is thy will? She said, I believe that all this stuff you're saying is true, but I can't be saved. I'm a secretary of a satanic church. 
I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I said, why can't you? She said, well, it, it would just be my, I have all my friends and family go there. And I, how could I, ex, how can I expect this to, to work out? I said, you're more worried about your friends who worship the devil than you are worried about the God who created heaven and earth. You're more worried about their opinion than his opinion. Let me tell you what he said. He said, you deny me down there, I'll deny you when you try to get up here. When you, you may look like a big shot in the earth and say, I didn't go up and get baptized. But on judgment day, when you stand before God, you won't be smirking when he sends you to hell for eternity because you said, I didn't have to do it then. That's bold preaching, but hell's hotter than my preaching. And there's not enough preaching in this last day about hell because the devil wants you to not think about it, but it's still real. Read the Bible. There is a hell. There is a lake of fire, and it's going to be for people that do not do the word of God. (laughs) I said, if you'll come tomorrow, we'll baptize you in Jesus' name. No matter what you've done. And she said, okay, I'll come. And she came. And she didn't just come, but she brought all this junk that she worshipped the devil with. She had boxes on the platform and, and candles and knives and all these. And a sword that went from like this piano to this pulpit. This long, massive sword. And when I came into the service, I saw her down there. And the horns were gone. And I said, oh, we got you, devil. We already dehorned you. We haven't even preached. <laughs> and so I walked, she was like, so I went down and she said, that's all my stuff. She said, I figured if God was going to really deliver me, I should bring all the stuff that I worship Satan with. She said, that sword, I swung it around and I swing it during the services when, when we're worshiping Satan. I, I some you can't fathom. This is real stuff going on in the world. And she showed me her wrist where all the time she would cut herself to worship the devil because she said, the devil is pleased when you cut yourself to worship him. He's sick is what he is. I said, lady, well, you you don't have to ever cut yourself again. Don't be afraid of the Lord. He doesn't want you to cut yourself. He just wants you to be saved. And so I preached on the power of the name of Jesus. And we took Melissa. Her name was Melissa. We took her downstairs and baptized her in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. And she came up filled with the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you something? It doesn't matter what you've done wrong. God wants to save you. It doesn't matter what kind of background you have. God wants to save you. I've seen Muslims get baptized in Jesus' name. Buddhists get baptized in Jesus' name. Satanists get baptized in Jesus' name. Witches get baptized in Jesus' name. Atheists get baptized in Jesus' name. Just a couple months ago, a man, 30-something years old, came to a service in Nashville, had been an atheist his whole life, and his wife was praying for weeks and weeks and weeks for him to come. He came to mock the service, but when we got done, he ran to the platform. He ran to the water. We baptized him in the name of Jesus and God filled him with the Holy Ghost he said had I known this entire time how real God was I never would have lived the way I did I didn't know how much love I could feel I didn't know how much peace I could feel let's stay in right now when you come out of that water and every sin you've ever done is washed away forever you tell me You tell me you're going to regret that. 
like that guy that got baptized Friday night. You tell me you're going to regret that moment when God washes away all your sins and you come up and it's all gone. You don't know. Now, you can act cocky, but you don't know if you're going to breathe your next breath. You definitely don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow or Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't care if you're in the best shape of your life. You can't control vehicles coming at you. You can't control things out of your hands. You don't know, but you do know that you will go somewhere forever. You know that. And God forbid, but I say it boldly because I'm not afraid of any human or any devil. But listen to me. If you reject truth and you say, no, thank you. When it's time for your judgment day, I don't mean this in pride or arrogance. I just know the word of God. When you are sent to the lake of fire, you'll remember this face. And you'll remember this voice. And you'll remember these words. You'll remember that a preacher stood up on a Sunday morning and tried to get you to go to heaven. Because in the Bible, in Luke 16, they know why. You ask the rich man. He knew why he went to hell. He could still see the face of the one that would beg him. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hell is not worth it. The most tormenting thing about hell is knowing why you've been there and why you've been sent there and having to deal with that mentally for eternity. But the most exciting thing about heaven is knowing that there was a service when I could have sat back and watched everything go by. But instead, I stepped toward a God who died for my sin and I went down in his name and all my sins were washed away. That's the greatest moment in your life. It's also the most important moment in your life. Nothing more important. Every head bowed, every eye closed. And I want you to pray with me right now with your mouth, not with your mind. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for every thought, every word, every action, every sin of my past, every sin of my mind, every sin of my mouth, every sin of my eyes. Every, I don't hear very many people praying. Every sin of my ears. Someone open up your mouth and say, I repent of my sins. Forgive me for everything I've done. I'm lost without your mercy. I'm lost without your mercy. I need you more than I want to admit. I need you, Lord. Forgive me, I pray. In Jesus' name. You know what you just did? You repented. Feels good to repent. You should repent every day. But you want those things washed away forever? There's only one way to do it. Go down in the name of the one who was on a cross and his blood was spilled for my sins and for your sins. And he saw you on that cross. And the question I have for you is, did he die in vain for you? Or are you ready? 
to be covered by him and be loved by him in a way you've never felt love in your entire life? Are you ready for his peace, which passeth all understanding? Are you ready for his joy, which is unspeakable and full of glory? Are you ready for his mercy, which is new every morning? Are you ready for his blessings, which overtake you? You have to know me. I'm sure some of you are starting to get to know me. But I'm crazy enough to walk down there and ask every person in this room if they've been baptized in Jesus' name. Am I, am I crazy enough to do that? Absolutely I am. So and rather than me doing that, would you just help me out and turn to your neighbor, all four neighbors around you, and would you ask them, have you been baptized in Jesus' name? And would you answer the question, if they said no, tell them today's the day? If you're not sure, today's the day. Hello? You can't remember how you were baptized? Today's the day. Don't let pride stay in the way. We're not judging you. No one's, we're, we're rejoicing with you. Bible said that the angels rejoice when one sinner repents. What do you think goes on when they, when they get baptized? There is a crazy party that gets loose in heaven when someone says, I am ready for Jesus to be over my life and wash away my sin. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pray. And when I'm done praying, if you're ready to be baptized in Jesus' name, I'm going to ask you to step up here, come up here to where I am. We've got robes and everything that you need to be baptized. There's nothing. Don't worry about your clothes. We've got everything covered. Everything from this point changes, but you make the call. Okay? Come up here. You two come over. Come here. Grab one, one grab my right arm and one grab my left arm. Don't rip my coat. My coat ripped last night preaching. It's okay. You're God. You're the devil. You're bigger. You're God. Sorry. I, I, he, he's more like God, but... You're God, you're the devil, okay, because of height. Okay, I'm the one that God's trying to reach. You're the one trying to keep me from God, right? Okay, so you're going to both start to pull me. Now, if I, if I break away from you, and I don't have to come up there, guess who I leave church with? Because right now, warfare is going on for your soul. Whoever you are, I don't even know who you are, but you're in here. And the Lord wants you, and the devil wants you. But guess who decides? You do. But I can also break free. That's a pretty powerful pull there, homie. I could also break free from that. And when I walk with God, you have no control over anything in my future. If I walk away from you, you don't control what's in my future. But if I walk to you and run to you, there's nothing you can do to stop me from everything that he has for me. It's how it's going right now. I can preach to you. I can say it's your day. But if the devil convinces you it's not, well, I'm not ready. Excuse me. You will never be ready enough. You will never be good enough. You will never be qualified enough for mercy and love and forgiveness. You don't have a chance unless you give God a chance. 
But when you step toward him, it'll be the greatest step you ever took in your life when you step out of that pew and head this way and every sin, the devil had everything trying. You weren't even supposed to be here this morning, but God has been ordering this day for a long time in your life and today is the day of salvation. Everything washed away in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to invite you forward to be baptized. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, any spirit hindering people from being delivered and being saved. Anything at home, anybody at home that would keep them from your truth. I bind that in the name of the Lord and I loose liberty in the Holy Ghost right now and faith in the name of Jesus that there's nothing that's in their way keeping them from your power and from your love and from your mercy. Do not let anyone, Lord Jesus, leave this place lost or else I've done my job in vain. I've reached with everything I have. Lord, I put my body in the way. I've jumped in the way of someone going to hell. They have to walk away screaming and ignoring me if they want to go to hell that bad. I've reached with everything I have. With every ounce of strength I've had, I've given it, God. But I can't make it happen. Only you can. Only you can. Are you ready? You ready to be baptized in Jesus' name? Would you step out of your pew and come up here to right now to the front, wherever you are? You ready to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ? Would you step out of your pew, wherever you're at? Once the first one steps out, the rest will follow. But whoever you are, I know you're in here. I can feel it. If you're ready to have your sins washed away, would you step out of your pew? And would you come up here right now in Jesus' name? I've preached an entire message to one or two people, probably maybe a couple more. But someone is in here, and I've given everything I have for your soul this morning. There's warfare going on right now. Who's going to win? Are you going to move toward God, or are you going to step back toward the world? Who's going to win the battle for your soul? Come on. I'm waiting. In Jesus' name. Here we go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Is there anybody else? You want to come up here with me? Come on. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Anybody else? We've got everything in here. Oh, I know I've preached this. Can I get some prayer warriors to help me pray a little bit right now? I don't have very much strength, so. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Who are you? Who are you? Don't try to tell me you've got more time. Don't try to tell me you can do it down the road. This is your service. This is your moment. What are you going to do with it? This is your opportunity. This is your doorway. This is your moment where God is saying, you, I'm calling you by name. Let's go. Let me help you. Let me give you a brand new future. Let me take over your life and give you things you can't give yourself. Is there anybody else in this room? Anybody else in the back? Anybody else in the sides? Anybody at all? Everybody's been baptized in Jesus' name in here. Every single person has, right? Is that correct? No one's lying in church right now. Is that right? No one's lying in the house of God. Preacher, you don't, you don't play this game with me. 
I can tell you stories all day long of stuff that happened when people lie in church. You don't want to do that. Go read Acts 5. Anyone else? Are you in here? Are you in here? So everyone's been baptized in Jesus' name, right? Yes? Yes? Nod your head at me. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to baptize her in Jesus' name, and God's going to wash away every sin. The devil's going to have a bad day, and the the three other people that are lying back there right now, you hear me in the Holy Ghost. You hear me. You will remember these words. You will remember my face. And you will remember this service. You hear me. I'm not afraid of anything on you or any devil near you. I'm not attacking you. But if you think I play games with demons when they're trying to pull you to hell, you're crazy. I'd rather you not like me and be uncomfortable by my preaching than give you some candy-coated sermon and you go to hell and you and I stand before God on judgment day and say, I'm sorry, Lord, I never reached for her. I never reached for him. Today's your day. We're going to baptize her in Jesus' name. And if you're ready, you need to get baptized today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All your sins are going to be washed away. Every head bowed, every eye closed as she goes back and gets ready to get baptized. I want to say something in the spirit. That there's nothing in your past that can keep you from being delivered. Stop letting condemnation tell you that you can't have your sins washed away. Don't let false doctrine get in your spirit and tell you, well, you were baptized another way and it's just fine. The word of God said it's not fine. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. And no one was ever baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the Bible. That happened 325 A.D. when a bunch of pagans came together and made up their own philosophy and their own religion and their own cult and made it a a rule that you could be baptized in that way. But in the Bible, when sins were washed away in Acts 2 and Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts 19, they were baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. Amen. And I fought with the devil this morning for one soul. I fought for four souls, I think. And we've got one of them. I'm not discouraged because I know God is working. But I am not afraid to stand up in a revival as hot as this one has been and declare that you're not here this morning accidentally. The Lord's trying to save you. You need to do your job and obey the Lord. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. Angels are about to go crazy when she goes down in the water and rejoice, and it's going to be a party in heaven, and it better be a party in here when we rejoice with her and we rejoice with the angels. And if you didn't want to come forward, but you want to be baptized, get somebody's attention. We'll take you around the back and get you changed and get you baptized. But don't leave this place. Because guess what? When you get to your car and the goosebumps are gone, and the conviction is gone, and you think you survived it, and you go eat and it leaves you, just know the devil is laughing all the way home with you because he convinced you 
not to reach for a God that you proclaim to believe and love. And you proclaim that he died for you, but you're not willing to step 50 feet out for him and get your sins washed away. Don't laugh this afternoon. Don't joke. Don't play around. This is your day, and you know it, and you know it. And I take authority right now over anything in the name of Jesus that would try to destroy you and kill you and attack you. I pray a covering of protection over you. I pray it works in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray against the forces of hell. I'm sure some of you don't like me right now in this place. I'm sure you can't stand me right now. But you will remember me. You will remember me. We're going to rejoice in a moment. But can we all pray right now together? Can you just hold someone's hand beside you and pray right now with them? I'm sure the person you're holding, I'm sure they've probably been baptized in Jesus' name. A couple of you, maybe not. But would you pray for them right now that the Lord would have his way in this place? I feel a let's kill the music. I feel a serious anointing right now. No music right now at the moment. Can we pray together right now in the name of the Lord? I feel like I'm definitely fighting something real in here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak peace and help. And I pray for deliverance right now. And I pray against the spirit of pride in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It would hold anybody back from being delivered. In the name of Jesus Christ, 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 don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of Jesus. He has nothing in his plans to hurt you. He loves you. But you're responsible from this moment forward. You've officially heard the truth. You can't stand before God and say, no one ever told me. No one ever preached to me. No one ever reached for me. No, you can't say that now. Someone has. And this lady is getting her sins washed away in the name of Jesus Christ. What a glorious moment right now in this room. What a glorious moment right now. What a glorious moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody join the party. Somebody join the party. Somebody join the party and worship the king. Someone lift up the king of kings. Every thought, every word, every action 
washed away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Oh, how precious is the flow. Hallelujah. Can we worship the Lord a little bit in the sanctuary? Can we party a little bit right now? Can we magnify the Lord right now? Another soul, another mansion being built right now. Heaven just got a little bit bigger. And hell just got a little bit smaller. Heaven just got a little bit bigger. Hallelujah. 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 God filled her with the Holy Ghost when she came out of the water. Somebody rejoice. Somebody rejoice. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Another one's coming to be baptized. In the name of Jesus. In the there we go. Let's go. He shall have a rush, I tell you. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm here. To, I'm after it in the Holy Ghost. We've got power and authority. It's today's your day. Today's your day. Today's your day. Today's your day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on up here. Anybody else? Today's your day. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Today's the day. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for next week. Don't wait for next month. Don't wait for next year. Don't wait for a better time. Well, I want my family here. Take a picture. It's not about your family. It's about you and Jesus. It's about you and Jesus. It's about you and Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, dude. Let your walls down, homie. Let your walls down. Get in there. Hatch it up. I tell you. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let the Holy Ghost fall on him again right now. In Jesus' name. That's it, Bubba. That's it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. Today's your day. Today's your day. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else that wants to feel the power of God? Is there anybody else that wants their sins washed away? Is there anyone else? 
step toward the Lord and he will take a giant step toward you. Take a step toward God and God will take a leap toward you. He will do things for you you can't do for yourself. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And I worship you, almighty God. Blessed be thy matchless holy name. Hallelujah.